Have you ever wondered what Jesus, coffee, and air have in common? I'm going to let you know, they all keep me alive. (laughs) And many times they all work together to keep me alive. Today on this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the practical tips and tricks that I have found throughout my life to make quiet time or our devotional time with God a habit. So it's something that we keep coming back to even with life's interruptions. And I can't wait to share it all with you. Welcome to the Grace-Filled Life Podcast with Margo Martin, where real and messy motherhood meet God's big grace. Yes, even when it comes to quiet time. As a mama of four young girls, I'm here to share my real mess-ups, my struggles, and my real encounters with living a grace-filled life and making those things that are important in our life a habit as we go. about this episode right now because my consistent quiet time has absolutely stunk this last week. Things have gone wrong. I have not been consistent. I did my devotional on the kitchen counter last night. I did my Bible study on the couch earlier this week, the day before I was going to Bible study while my kids watch a show. I did a whole lot of what I call throw up prayers. I talked about that in the last episode. I had a kid get up crying when I got up at 5 a.m. for my quiet time and my workout. I even had a puker one night this week where she started puking at three in the morning. And so we were up and I didn't get my quiet time in. I went on a trip this weekend. I had a day where I didn't even have formal quiet time at all because things were just not quiet. But what gets me back is that I formed habits that make this a consistent pattern in my life. And if I were to lean into my perfectionistic tendencies, I would say, you know what? I missed it. I'm done. But what I've realized as I try to live out of grace in my daily life is that God doesn't want my perfection. He wants my heart. So if that means it's one minute, it's two minutes. If one day my act of worship is rocking a puking baby in the middle of the night, God understands that. But what we want to do is create consistent habits that bring us back to doing the things that we want to do. And for us, if we want to grow in our relationship with God, we're going to make quiet time about our relationship with him and coming back to that so that we can grow closer to him, right? Martin Luther said, I have so many things to do today. I dare not ignore my time with God. I just love that. I think that's so funny because it's true, right? We have so much to do. And oftentimes we push off quiet time because it's something extra that we have to do. But really, it's the thing that we should ignore the least. Really, though, the thing that I want to share with you in this is that we are not bound under the law, but under grace, right? So as you think about creating habits for your quiet time, remember what it says in 1 Corinthians six twelve. It says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. We are only to be enslaved to the love of God. So he understands you. He understands when life comes up and he's here to help you with all of that. So let's talk about it all today. Okay, so we're going to talk about how we make this a habit, something that we keep coming back to. Just like anything in life that you want to make a habit, you have to make a plan for it and you have to be thoughtful about it, right? And after a while, after you do it, you're going to find that you're going to keep coming back to it because it's just what you do. About eight years ago, I was really just stuck in so much depression and I sought out a workout program that totally changed my life. And if you would have asked me before uh, if I would be an avid exerciser now, I would be like, yeah, 
right. But here I am eight years later. And for the last eight years, I've made it a habit of getting up to exercise my body every single morning. But that has not been possible for me without creating a plan and then keep and then I keep coming back to it even when interruptions happen. So we're going to talk about kind of a who, what, when, where, why, and how scenario to help you kind of focus in on how you can make this a habit. First of all, to make something a habit, you have to remember who you're meeting with. And we talked a lot about this in the first episode of this series. Remember that in Galatians 4, 6, it says, because we are his children... God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out Abba, Father. Abba literally means father. We are his children. You are his daughter. So remember, you are meeting with the God of the universe who wants to have a relationship with you because you are his precious child. Okay, so practically, it is real in building a habit, it's really important to kind of know where you're going to make your habit take place, right? So I have found it effective to find a special place and make it inviting, a place that you want to be. For me, I really love having a pretty notebook to draw in. Mine is just an eight and a half by 11 kind of notebook, college ruled notebook, but it's got a really pretty cover. I love highlighters. I choose to have my quiet time at the dining room table right now. I've had it various places throughout the years. When I was growing up as a young teenager, I always did my devotions in my bed before I actually went to bed, which is what I've been teaching my girls to do now. Um, but for me, I'll talk about the win in just a second, but I now do it at the dining room table and it's quiet in there. It's early in the morning for me. I have my pretty pens and my highlighters and I have all my stuff ready to go in the morning. So it's in one place where I can just go to that place and I can do my quiet time. And then with the win, in order to create a habit, you have to have a plan. You need to put it on your calendar. Make it an appointment with yourself that you are not going to break. Now, does that mean that things can't happen? No, but we're going to make it part of your routine. Pick a consistent time. And I know this can be really, really hard with having young children to pick a consistent time. I still want to encourage you to pick a consistent time. Eight years ago, like I told you, I started that working out habit and I started working out early in the morning and you guys, I'm still doing it. Is it convenient all the time? No, but has it worked to create a habit? Yes. So for me, I have found the best routine for me is that I set my clock for five o'clock in the morning. I know it's early, but I love it because I get it all out of the way and I am fueled for the day in my heart and my spirit and also with my body. Because I get up at five, I, for me, make my pre-workout drink. I sit down, I do my quiet time for in between 30 to 40 minutes. And you can even, I have a friend that does her eye patches during this time. You could do that too. Um, and then you, I go downstairs and I do my 30 minute workout before my kids get up at 6:30. So for me, people say you get up so early, but you guys, this has given me so much freedom to pick this consistent time and make it a habit because it's first of all, it starts my day out great, and then second of all, it's done. Like I don't have to worry about it the rest of the day thinking of I should have done this or you know maybe I could have done this better or whatever. It's already done. Maybe your time is on your lunch break because you work. Maybe your time is. Is um, I have a friend who also does has a wonderful podcast for moms. Her name is Krista, and I remember her saying on her podcast that she puts her Bible by the changing table. So she glances at her Bible while she changes diapers. Whatever it may be, maybe it's before bed. Maybe that's most convenient for you before you crawl in bed. 
my brain goes into zombie status right around like 8 39 p.m so <laughs> nighttime is not my best time so i am freshest in the morning though so pick a time keep it keep coming back to it and put it on your calendar and you know what you can teach your kids to do this too like I mentioned earlier, I am teaching my kids to do their devotions at night too. So I have, I've given them a Bible. I give them devotionals that they work through and they can look up the verses. And for them, it takes them in between three to five minutes, but at least they're getting in the habit of it. And the depth I'm praying is there, but it can also come more later. All right, let's talk about the what of it. You need to have a plan, just like I keep relating this back to fitness because it's really what helped me create consistent habits is you have to have a plan. You have to know what you're gonna do. And that was what my last episode was all about. It was um, it was about how you can have a quiet time. So go back and listen to that one for your plan. But also I want you to remember that it's important to be flexible and gracious with seasons in your life. Like I said, my friend Krista keeps her Bible by the changing by the changing table. Um, I there have been times when I was rocking a baby and I would listen to worship music in the middle of the night because that's all I had in me, and that's okay too. But at least if you have a plan of where you are going to have your quiet time and when you're going to have it, and you have a plan, you can always keep coming back to it when the seasons go back to feeling a little bit more normal. Also, it's really important to be flexible with interruptions. I. My my kids, when I try to do my quiet time when they're awake, it is like constant interruption and it's hard for me not to get frustrated. So that's why early morning has been great for me. But I wanted to share a story with you guys because um, early this year, is actually it was on January 4th because I dated my journal entry when this happened. I was it, We had just gotten back from a trip up in the mountains with my parents and so I didn't hadn't gotten to my quiet time that day and so I let the kids kind of chill and I was doing my quiet time sitting at the dining room table in my spot and I have one sweet little five-year-old that just loves to be around me all the time. And she just, she kept coming in and she kept, um, you know, talking to me and all this stuff. And I was kind of struggling with like in my heart, feeling a little bit irritated about that. And it was funny because the verse that I was focusing on that day was Deuteronomy 6, 7. And I wrote it down and it said, you shall teach these commandments diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. And I was like writing this down and I was finding myself being irritated that she was interrupting me when the verse was actually talking about talking about the verses with your kids in your home. And you guys, I can't make this up. She looks at me and she points to, I where was it? It was in the... I must have my Bible open somewhere else too, because she points to the word Jesus. And she said, mommy, what does this say? And I said, that says Jesus. And she goes, I want to learn how to write the name Jesus. Cause she's really into trying to, you know, write her letters. And so right there I had her write. I was teaching her how to write the name of Jesus in my journal. I have it right here in front of me, January 4th, 2023. And I just thought, Lord, don't let me forget this moment because she said, what does that say? How do you spell Jesus? And if I had been so busy and focused on the legality of my quiet time, I would have missed a special moment. So don't get caught up in the legality. Just get, just remember that things sometimes have to be flexible and sometimes your kids will learn from those interrupted moments if you choose to use them for his glory. The why. Just remember your why why you are filling up your soul. You're doing this because you want to plug into that charger that we talked about in episode three. You want to be charged up and filling your soul up with 
the words of God and communing with him. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That's what a quiet time does. It conforms us. It renews our mind. It keeps our eyes on all the right things. Lastly, remember the how. You need to remember that the Bible is an open book. I don't I don't mean that you can add to it. I mean like literally picture the Bible being open in your hands, open on your table. You don't need to compartmentalize God. You bring him into every part of your day. So don't make exceptions to this habit that you want to create, but do utilize grace. There will be times when your quiet time is attacked. But just keep coming back and do so without guilt, knowing that you are covered under grace. So to kind of wrap it up, pick your time, pick your place, pick what you're doing, and ask God to help you be faithful to this time and to this habit. And I think you're going to see great things happen. Lord, I want to thank you for every woman listening to this podcast right now. I pray that as they desire to create quiet time with you and make it a habit. Lord, I pray that you would give them creativity in the ways that they do it, that they remember that they're under grace, not under the law with this, and that this is a time that they get to commune with you, with the creator of the universe, with our Abba Father, who loves us so very much and wants and desires to spend time with us. I pray that you would create spaces in the corners of their day to spend time with you, and that it would be fruitful and it would fill up our souls in a way that we not even ask or imagine at this moment in time. In your name we pray. Amen. If you need prayer or if you have any questions or you need direction on where to go, please feel free to email me at thegracefilledlifepodcast.com at gmail.com and I would love to get back to you. That's thegracefilledlifepodcast at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day living in his grace.